Hey Mama, last week kicked off the first of this three-part series I'm calling SOS, Save Our Sanity, where we talked about relationships at home. This is the second episode of my Save Our Sanity series, and today we're talking about mental health. It's really important to recognize when you're not doing well emotionally and mentally. We are especially vulnerable right now more than ever. Anxiety, depression, stress, and overwhelm have increased for many since the beginning of the pandemic, and it can creep up on you until it gets to a breaking point. It's also very important for you to know that you don't have to suffer. There are things you can do today to feel better, and there is help. When I was about 13 years old, I lived with my great-grandma. And I cherished our morning routines together, where we'd sip coffee, read Bible verses, and write poetry and do art together. She would often say to me, I've got to keep my mind right. And I believe that it was this understanding of how important her mental state was and this commitment to keeping her mind right that kept her sane during the very difficult last days of her life. As moms, we are constantly being challenged in keeping our cool, dealing with stress, and helping to nurture and regulate our children while also regulating ourselves, right? It's difficult outside the pandemic, and I know I don't have to explain why this time in particular is even harder for many. So today I want to share with you some ways to maintain your mental health now and even in the future, and I hope that by the end of the episode, you feel empowered and worthy of caring for yourself in this way because, my friend, you are so important. This is the Motivation for Mom Show, a personal development podcast for moms, hosted by certified life coach and fellow mama, Sarah Munder. Each week, Sarah will bring you motivation, inspiration, and personal empowerment to help you show up even stronger for your family and be the mom and woman you were meant to be. You sacrifice so much of yourself every day, and it's time to take at least a few minutes and invest this time into nurturing yourself and filling your soul. You are worthy and you deserve it. Ready, Mama? Before we dive into today's episode, I'd like to invite you to grab your copy of The Mama Miracle, a worksheet I created to help you start your day with clarity and intention. Whenever you need a miracle in your life, you can turn to The Mama Miracle to help you get crystal clear on what you want to create and manifest in your life. The Mama Miracle ebook and worksheet was originally one of my best-selling products, but I'm giving it to you, my friend, for absolutely free. Just go to themamamiracle.com, put in your name and best email address, and I'll email it over to you right away so you can print it out and fill it out as many times as you need to. You have more power than you think, and sometimes you just need some clarity on what exactly you want and need. So go get your copy of The Mama Miracle for free at themama, that's M-A-M-A, miracle.com. Now, go enjoy the episode. Welcome back to this week's episode of Motivation for Moms. I'd like to start off by dedicating this episode to my dear listener, Kelly 
who sent me a DM on Instagram asking for an episode about how to stay positive and hopeful when it's so hard. And Kelly, let me just acknowledge that I know that there are many days when it feels impossible to be positive and hopeful. Wherever you're at and however you are experiencing life right now, please don't judge it. Be kind to yourself. And when you have the strength, fill your mind with something positive or do something positive for yourself. Don't let yourself spiral. I love the Buddhist saying, pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. I try to remember this when I'm at my lowest point, and I also remind myself, it's really hard right now, but it won't be like this forever. And when I come up from under this wave, which I will, I'm going to do what I need to do to move forward in a positive direction again. Girl, just because it's hard, it doesn't mean that you're a failure. And Maybe you feel a sense of heaviness or pressure because you feel like as a mom, it's your job to hold it together all the time and to set an example and be that pillar of strength and resilience in your family. I think that because of this, we are extra hard on ourselves when we struggle emotionally or mentally or when we have a breakdown or when we lose our cool. We feel guilty and vulnerable and perhaps terrified that our apparent weakness will cause our family to lose respect for us or to feel distrust in our ability to be a parent and a capable adult. This guilt and shame and fear only makes us feel worse, right? And perpetuates a horrible internal cycle. But as women, as mothers, our strength is not in the ability to suppress our feelings or act highly controlled all the time. This is not what we're meant for, sisters. Our strength is being highly emotional creatures. The same depth of emotion that causes us to feel deeply anxious or overwhelmed during stressful times is also what causes us to feel the fierce love and protectiveness and joy that we feel about our children and our friends and our family. We are emotional beings. Throughout history and different cultures, gods and goddesses have always been portrayed as having very intense emotions and often very intense responses. Even in the Bible, God is not described as being stone cold and emotionless, but as having both fierce anger and compassion, as both a fighter and as gentle, as jealous and merciful. As queen of your tribe, you too may have some very big feelings and reactions to life and its challenges right now. The key is not in how well-controlled you are, but how you respond after you experience these big emotions and possibly have a reaction. Dr. Dan Siegel says that we will get off the high road with our children In other words, we won't always do the right thing. 
We won't always act loving and patient with them. But the key is what we do next, what we do to reestablish connection. And that, he says, provides a more powerful opportunity than if it never were to have happened in the first place. Imagine that one day you reach your breaking point and you lose it on your family. We all go through it, right? And perhaps you say some pretty intense words, perhaps ones that are even hurtful. Once you cool down and perhaps even cried in a closet for a few minutes, can you believe that what you do next could bring you closer to your family than if it never even happened Yes, our highs and our lows provide opportunities for us to teach our children how to handle their own big feelings. It reinforces that nobody is perfect and that we'll all behave not so ideally from time to time. But it's how you clean up your mess. It's how you apologize for hurtful words. It's how you acknowledge how stress can affect even the most well-intentioned person. And that it's okay to be human after all. Ultimately, situations like these can bring us closer to our family and can result in your family having even greater trust and respect for you because you'll be someone they can relate to and learn from. There's a great deal of strength in humility. But in talking about mental health, what if you notice that this seems to be happening a lot? That you've noticed that you might be losing it a little more often than usual, that you've been crying a lot, that you've been feeling anxious and stressed over everything, and that your patience is less than a lot. Perhaps you have very little to no patience. What if you find it hard or even impossible to pull yourself up out of your funk or to look on the bright side when things feel dark? Or what if it goes even darker and deeper and you find yourself having thoughts of hurting yourself or ending it all, or that sometimes you even convince yourself in certain moments that your family would be better off without you because you're such a mess. It should go without saying that this is not normal and this is not okay, my friend, but maybe you needed to hear this right now. And I'll be the one to tell you because I've been through it. If you've reached this point, you are suffering, and this is an emergency situation that we need to address right away. Don't let days go by where you feel this bad, but you reason to yourself, it's just not a good time for me to address this right now. I've got so many things to do. The kids need me to focus on them right now. Even if you don't actually have serious plans to hurt yourself, if you're even having these thoughts, my friend... It's time to get some help and do something now. No one should live like this, but especially you. The fact that you do have your kiddos to think about and you've got important stuff to do means that you've got to take your mental and emotional health seriously. And if it's gotten to this point, it's automatically at the top of your priority list. Even if there are other people in your life who are putting pressure on you to put their agenda on the top of your priority list. You are very important. You are loved, you are precious, 
And if I could, I would drive straight to your house right now with a team of nannies and housekeepers and security personnel. I'd take you by the hand and put you in my car. We'd drive to the doctor. We'd drive to the therapist. Or we'd get you online face-to-face with a mental health professional if necessary. And then we'd go on a beautiful hike. And we'd go to the spa if it was open. And we'd get some ice cream. We would go wherever we had to go to get you feeling better and get you in a better place again. I wish I could do this for you. And since I actually can't do this for you, I need you to do this for yourself, okay? Because I care about you and I'm not the only one. And I've said this before, but don't let anyone make you feel bad if you need to resort to prescription medication. This is a very personal decision, I'm very pro-natural methods as a first stop and as a first line of defense. I love naturopathic medicine. I love integrative medicine and complementary and alternative medicine. But mainstream medicine also saves lives. And it can work really fast and really effectively if done right. I'll be the first to disclose that I have resorted to a low dose of Zoloft from time to time as needed over the last few years when I felt like I needed the extra help, including since the start of this pandemic, and it has helped tremendously. And while there are potential side effects for any medication, the right medication can help a great deal with anxiety and or depression or other mental health issues like OCD. Please definitely work closely with your doctor that you like and trust and find something that will work well for you and make sure that you disclose whether you drink a lot or whether you're taking any non-prescription medication to self-medicate because those can definitely interact with your prescriptions. Like I mentioned, there are even online services like BetterHelp that you can utilize right now today even during this pandemic, where you can get face-to-face with a doctor or a therapist on video. I'm all for taking a holistic approach to general health and mental health. Holistic meaning a whole body approach or a whole person approach. And so I'd love to share with you some of the tips that my mom friends have provided for this episode of ways to maintain mental health during this pandemic. Kelsey said, take a break every day, babysitter, screen time, whatever. Find space to work out, be outside, and be alone for a hot minute. I love that. Kylie said, take time for alone time. Walk. This has saved me. Bubble bath, reading outside. This time for me is priceless. Don said, get in the backyard and take a 20-minute cat nap in the sun. Ooh, that sounds so good. Amanda said, the tapping solution has some amazing programs designed for COVID, especially for moms, for expecting and for anxiety. Choose your magic. Brought me to tears. So good. She also mentioned downloading the tapping solution app, and I would recommend that too. Jane said, go for a long run. Melissa said, keep your routine, get up and shower, do some light makeup, do your hair, try to do the norm as much as possible. Carolyn said, 
Remind yourself as often as needed that this isn't homeschooling. This is trying to get some schoolwork done at home during a global crisis. Let yourself off the hook and remind yourself every single time you start feeling the shoulds and overwhelm. It's okay to have your best be the bare minimum. I love this because I think many of us have this fear that our children are going to fall behind before school starts back up again. But even teachers agree that this is just not the case. If anything, if we take the pressure off and just let our kids be kids, our children can thrive emotionally during this time, which will set them light years ahead and prepare them for a really great next school year. Bonnie said, Home spa manis and petties, face masks, cooking is my go-to. I like to cook something comforting or my favorite dish, spending time on my favorite hobby or physical activity, creating daily me time is important. Karen said, get outside every day, even if it's just to sit on your porch, feel the sunshine, find a new hobby or a project that can be done at home, get dressed every day or most days. Set a schedule or goals for the week and the day. Keep in communication with your usual friends. Support group. Do virtual meets, phone calls to catch up. Deanna said, candlelight bath time, a must. Lock the door. (laughs) And Katie said, hobbies and arts and crafts. Great distractors that helps the energy go somewhere. Thanks to everyone who responded to my request for these tips. And if you have something you would like to add, my dear listener, share this episode on Facebook or Instagram. And if you do it on Instagram, you can post a screenshot of this episode and in the caption, add your response and your tips. And just be sure to tag me in it at Sarah Munder so I can see them. In case you forgot, you are VIP sister. You are a very important person, literally. In case you need the permission, let this be your permission to do what you need to do to care for yourself. You are the most important asset to your family. And like any asset, you must care for it and you must maintain your well-being. But do this out of self-love, not guilt. You were an individual before you were a mom, right? and you are still an individual. Be kind to yourself. Let go of the expectation that you're always gonna get it right. Remember, the important thing is what you do next. Do what you need to do to keep your mind right, like my great-grandma taught me. So keep listening to this podcast, journal, pray, meditate, read, establish those morning and nighttime routines, reach out to a doctor, a therapist, a professional of some sort, if you need it. And remember that this is just one chapter of many on your beautiful life's journey. Now go out there, take charge of your day, you beautiful, powerful, and incredible mama. I'll see you next week on our final episode of this three-part SOS series where we are going to talk about dealing with uncertainty. Lots of love, friend. Talk soon.
Wait, don't go yet. If you enjoyed today's episode and you know a mama who could really use some positivity and motivation in her life, would you please share this episode? You can either hit the share or copy link button or take a screenshot and post it on Instagram using the hashtag motivation for moms podcast and tag me at Sarah Munder. By the way, if you're not yet following me on Instagram, what are you even doing? Get over there, follow my transformational journey and send me a direct message and let me know your biggest takeaway from today's episode. I love hearing from my listeners. It seriously makes my day, you guys. I'll see you there and I'll see you right here next week on Motivation for Moms.